ladies and gentlemen, what is going on? This is Transplant Phoenix. Can I get a witness? That just means greatness is happening, guys. And I need a witness to confirm it. That's what can I get a witness means. My man, Path and Panth. Used to say that on the Free Bridge podcast a lot. Why did I come up with that? I don't really know. People think it's from a movie, but it's... If it's from a movie, I didn't know it was from a movie. So if you know the movie it's from, please inform me. Because I have no clue. I thought I came up with it. I thought that was an original. This week, tough week. I got sick. Still currently am fighting off a sickness. Really just a normal cold, but the congestion is setting in. That kind of sucks. Giants lost the Jets last week. (laughs) Cardinals let one down to Tampa Bay. And today is Saturday, so... We shall see what transpires tomorrow with with both teams. So it should be interesting. Actually, Giants are on a bye. Giants are on a bye week. I think Cardinals actually play San Francisco, which the first game was a very interesting game, close game, but it was at home. This, this time they got to go to San Francisco. Suns have been rather good, still trucking along they did lose to los angeles lakers but it was a relatively close game they just weren't shooting the ball quite well so we'll see how that goes uh speaking of ball i balled out a little bit yesterday just a tiny bit and that was a good time it's good sometimes just to get outside i'll tell you this though i'm 30 years old now and For some people, that's young. For some people, that's old. I think I'm over the hill. That's just my opinion. But my knees kill me on concrete. When you're 22, 23, you just kind of do whatever you want. You're resilient enough. Go out, drink, play basketball the next day, play some ultimate frizz. Yeah, you're a little bit sore. But, man, my knees are really aching as of late from the... Jumping up and down on concrete, quick turns. Um, I'm glad that I haven't torn an ACL or an MCL. Did I just jinx myself? I hope I didn't. But I've gotten so many boxes of furniture. My mom was nice enough to give me some furniture. So I have roughly, oh my gosh, I could count it right now. Let's see. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, at least nine, most likely ten boxes of furniture I have to put together. I put together two bar stools the other weekend, so that was nice. So I have two bar stools that I've yet to really use. But isn't that what we do? We buy shit we don't really need. That we're most likely never going to use just so we can have it. So if someone comes in our place, they oh, looks like they got it together. Like the bar stools are really going to make it seem like I got it together. Actually, they do tie the room together. It's, it's much like the rug in the Big Lebowski ties the whole room together. And yes... I did mention that reference to my mother because she wanted me to get a rug. Because she said, and I quote, it will really tie the room together. And I said, Mom, it 
like you realize you just you're quoting the dude now and she's like what what's the dude and then i got even more upset because not only is she referencing a movie she doesn't even know she's referencing a movie and that she hasn't seen the big lebowski she may have to lose citizenship for that and if you haven't seen the big lebowski definitely watch it it's a really funny movie jeff bridges is the star he's the big lebowski so to speak uh john goodman's in it steve buscemi the late great philip seymour hoffman a smaller role but still good um john tutorio i think is his name isn't it as well De jesus and there i i heard they're looking to do some sort of spin-off i don't know if it's a prequel or a spin-off to the big lebowski for the jesus don't fuck with the jesus so that would be an interesting movie and it would it really just show where hollywood is at this point can you wait less than 10 years to do a sequel or a prequel? Like, can it be less than a decade? For Dumb and Dumber, which uh, devastated me, they do a sequel 20 years later. They got Coming to America 30 years later coming out this year. Thinking about doing Jesus or whatever. Um, come on. Like, I would. I think there should be a limit. Of when you're able to do a sequel. If it's still the same people. And the same plot. It's different if it's a sequel. It's just kind of the same theme. But with a different cast of characters. I'll give you a little leeway on that. But if it's the same cast of characters. We need to put a limit on it. And what's the limit? You guys tell me. I'm thinking five to seven years. At the most. It's got to be under a decade. So nine years at the absolute most. More than nine years, I'm totally out of it. Uh, As I did talk about this on the last podcast, as expected, I got my ass absolutely kicked for fantasy football. I got stomped out, had no quarterback, thought, okay, so I'm making last second moves. I have... Hill, who's a backup quarterback for New Orleans, but they use him for some packages. So I'm like, okay, at least he'll get one point as opposed to just getting a regular backup quarterback. But it seemed like there was a chance that Matt Moore was going to start for Patrick Mahomes. So I'm like, okay, okay, great. I'll pick him up. They were projecting like 15 points. I was like, oh, man, this is really good. Not that it would have mattered. I got my ass kicked by more than that. And it's not looking like a good start this week again. But there's a huge game. It's New England versus Philly. I have what's known as the merger. TB12, CW11, Tom Brady, number 12, Carson Wentz, number 11. Huge game. They're playing one another. I need this thing to be uh, 55-60. I need it to look like a college football Big 12 game where there's just no defense being played and people just slinging the ball around. That's what I really need at this point because I need a W. It, it's getting to the point where I may be the worst team in the league. Injuries aren't helping. 
injuries really aren't helping. Joe Mixon finally came on a little bit last week. The last two weeks, he's been decent. Let's hope we could get a good week out of him. God, I, my running backs are just a disaster at this point. I really don't know what to do. I if they're, I need a miracle. I need a miracle. That's the only thing I can think of. A miracle is going to save me. It's more likely Lazarus coming back from the dead than me going off on like a five-game win streak. I'm not even kidding. Sadly, that's true. Oh, man. Tired this week. Tired. I'm just a little out of it. Mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. I'm thinking it's all a simulation, guys. But if it's a simulation, who put you in the simulation? Was it yourself? Was it your quote-unquote higher self? Or was it just a random selection? I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know. So I went to the basketball court yesterday outdoors on 17th and a little bit north of Glendale Road, which is a little bit west of the 51. They didn't have lights, so I had to go back to my old spot, which is right near Popco Park. It's in Tempe off of Curry, a little bit west of Scottsdale Road. I think it's technically Tempe. Went there... The reason being is it was night outside and they had lights there. Balled out there and that's why my knees are killing me. And I'm debating possibly going to ASU. No, I don't know. I'm not feeling that great. I may I may just throw in the towel this week. This weekend at least. On Sunday, just watch the red zone all day. Chill out, relax, maybe build some of this furniture. I should build this stool. And it's not even a stool, it's more so a bench for my shoes. I have so many damn shoes that I, a lot of them I don't even wear. I don't know why I have them. It's just nice to have options, I guess. And they're not like, you know, I'm not I'm not talking I have a sneaker collection that's three hundred pairs like Colin Kaepernick or something. But I have a decent amount of shoes, some of them that I wear on a regular basis, some of them I don't. Um I'd say I have a nice little rotation going right now of about ten. Ten pairs of sneakers. Is it weird that I'm able to talk to myself? You would think it would be easy to talk for 10, 15 minutes by yourself. It's not. It's kind of difficult unless you just go on random tangents. And a lot of the times what I'll do is I'll look around the room and I'll try to remind myself of some sort of memory or just space out, go to go into autopilot, which is a lot of the times what I do. And I think most humans do that. We kind of go into autopilot. And I don't know if it's some sort of safety uh, safety mechanism. I'm not sure. 
is it a safety mechanism to go on autopilot or it's just monotonous, mundane, routine stuff that we're doing on a regular basis. So it's it's almost become second nature. Where we're not planning to go into autopilot, but we do. And a lot of the jobs that I've had, I'm going to take a little swig of a drink here. My, my throat is getting dry. Mm. Nectar of the gods, baby. But a lot of the positions that I've had have been phone rolls. So you go through your introduction on the phone, and it becomes autopilot. And then you, you frequently have a lot of the same questions over and over. And you start talking, and then you go into autopilot, you hang up the phone, and you, you think to yourself, wait, what the hell did we just discuss? Did I even say the right thing? I don't know. It's almost like you blacked out for 10 minutes and just kind of whatever came out, came out. And that's a segue into uh, NFL running back, which right now is a hot topic for the Arizona Cardinals. Because the thing is with an NFL running back, and, and if you do follow the NFL, there's a few positions where you could come in as a rookie and really make an impact. It's running back and it's linebacker are the two positions that I see pass rusher. If you want to say if it's if it's a three, four, technically you're an outside linebacker as a pass rusher could even be a defensive end. But got a little bit sidetracked there. But it's your instincts. It's second nature. You can't teach someone instincts. Either they just have it or not. And those two positions are very instinctual. And right now, the hot topic is, for the Arizona Cardinals, has David Johnson lost those instincts? Is he thinking too much? He's had a lot of injuries over the last three years. Does he not want to get hurt? Is he just nervous? Is he worried about losing his job as starting running back, which I actually think they've downgraded him to either splitting time with Kenyon Drake or being the second string running back. We'll see what happens this week. It's going to be a big week. It's going to be a big last stint of the season for David Johnson. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens with him and what they do in the future because they just paid him a decent amount of money. He's 28, I want to say, 28, 29. He's going to be 29. So he's older as far as a running back is concerned. In 2016, he went off. They were debating whether he was the best running back in the league. Just three years removed from that, he's been injured on a regular basis. And now they're talking about what they should do with him. Not whether they should start him or not, whether they should get rid of him at this point or not. Is he going to be able to produce? Was it a one-hit wonder? They don't know. So I would keep a close eye on that tomorrow if you are an Arizona Cardinals fan and you happen to be watching the game versus San Francisco. Because the only chance that they're going to have to beat San Francisco is 
possession and establishing a running game, especially versus that pass rush. Because if you let if if San Francisco jumps on you early, they get a lead. They let those guys loose, especially Nick Bosa, which they played him really well last time. You let them loose, and they pretty much know you have to pass because you're down. Game over. Because the offensive line for the Cardinals is the weakness. So they need to control the line of scrimmage early. They need to get a couple big plays, but really control possession. Now, Thursday night was absolutely insane. So I play, I watched a lot of the game, but I ended up falling asleep because I was sick. But it was the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Browns, and the Browns end up winning the game 21-7. There's about 12 seconds left in the game. Miles Garrett, one of you know, the most talented pass rushers, I would I I think most people would consider him one of the best pass rushers in the league at this point. He's definitely one of the most talented. He ends up hitting Mason Rudolph, who's the backup typically to Big Ben for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Hits him, wraps him up. Mason Rudolph clearly let go of the ball 2 seconds before this, and then he kind of just like grabs him and flings him down almost like a gator where he just grabs him and starts spinning. Spins him down to the ground. Could hurt Mason Rudolph. Was it uncalled for? Kind of. Especially in the NFL today where they're always protecting the quarterback. Mason Rudolph gets in his face, grabs his helmet. Miles Garrett, on the other hand, he goes, oh, you think you can grab my helmet? I'm going to grab your helmet and rip it off your head. Grabs his helmet, rips it off his head. Mason Rudolph still in the guy's face. Villanueva, who is a offensive lineman, who just happens to be a veteran, thank you for your service, is kind of in the middle of him, of uh, Miles Garrett and Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph gets in his face. Miles Garrett has Mason Rudolph's helmet in his hand and proceeds to swing it and hits Mason Rudolph in the head with the helmet. Now, there's only one fortunate part to the story. If you've ever seen a football helmet on the back side of the football helmet, on the bottom of the back, it has a little padding and kind of a little bit of a rubber trim there. So it's not that hard hat helmet. Hits him with that part, thankfully, over the top of the head. Because if he didn't do that, there could have been some serious damage. He does that. Then Villanueva is still pushing Miles Garrett away, knowing the situation just escalated. Marquise Pouncey, the center for the Pittsburgh Steelers, comes in and proceeds to start sucker punching Miles Garrett to the ground. As he goes to the ground, is punching him on the ground. Marquise Pouncey gets up as Villanueva is on top of Miles Garrett, and Marquise Pouncey starts kicking Miles Garrett in the head on the ground. Absolutely nuts. It's like a street fight. And you're thinking, God, these poor refs. These guys are 330 pounds. You're not going to be able to stop them if they want to do something. So you're just hoping someone on the field that is a big person has some sanity and is able to de-escalate the situation. 
the result is no one is severely injured. Everyone's okay. Miles Garrett has been suspended indefinitely, meaning the rest of the season and most likely a big portion of next season. I don't think an official suspension has come out yet, meaning in totality. We know he's not going to play the rest of the season. Marquise Pouncey gets three games. I don't think Mason Rudolph has gotten anything yet. I'm sure something will happen. There's going to be fines. But it was absolutely nuts and crazy. And also I'm thinking, okay, Mason Rudolph, he instigated the situation. That doesn't mean Miles Garrett should have reacted the way he did. And also, I don't understand why Miles Garrett did react because they won. They were up 21 to 7. If they were down 21 7, not that it would be okay, but I could un I could understand more so the overreaction. But it was absolutely nuts. And if you haven't actually seen the footage, it's on YouTube. There's ESPN articles. You could find it anywhere at this point. But it was crazy. And it will be interesting to see what happens to Miles Garrett. Because in this new NFL, especially over the last 10 years, they have put a... What is the word that I'm looking for? An emphasis. That's the word. An emphasis on protecting the quarterback position. Not only did he not protect the quarterback, Miles Garrett ripped his helmet off and proceeded to hit him over the face with his own helmet. Now, if this was Tom Brady, this guy may be going to jail for 20 years. It's not Tom Brady. It's Mason Rudolph. But they still have to make... They're going to make an example. Whether they should or not, I'm not in that business. But they're going to make an example of him. And I would be shocked if it's not... It doesn't equivalent or equivalent... It's not equivalent to... Equivalent? I don't even know if that's a word or not. I'm starting to lose it here, guys. Okay, let's let's wrap this baby up real quick. I will be shocked if it's not equivalent to a season suspension, meaning 16 games. He's going to be suspended for the rest of the season, and if the Browns happen to make it to the playoffs, which mm, it's a toss-up at this point, he'll be suspended for the playoffs as well. That's it, guys. I don't got much left. Um, what's going on with Phoenix? I think we talked about Phoenix a decent amount. I don't have anything going on at this point. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, I'm not really planning anything. You know, I'm staying in the Phoenix area for Thanksgiving, which is good and bad in a sense. Because it, it would be nice to see my family, but it's just such a short turnaround I mean, okay, so let's say I would take Thursday, Friday, so I'd have to I'd have to travel Wednesday night, probably get there Thursday morning. So you got Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm traveling Sunday. So pretty much a 4-day weekend goes really into about a 2-day weekend cuz you got 2 days of travel there. Which is tough. So 2 days on, 2 days off, and it, it 
and it's not a short trip. It'd be one thing if it's an hour flight. I mean, you're talking about five, five and a half hour flight each way. So it's tough. I'll just stay in the Phoenix area. We'll figure it out. Probably go to a friend's house. I'm not sure. We'll see, though. Guys, thanks once again, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. If you happen to be listening, I really appreciate it. And if someone really wants to come on the podcast, there's a mic open. Come on. I would love to talk to you about whatever it is that you want to talk about. You know, you like to talk about sports, right in my wheelhouse, movies I love, just um, random tangents, have any material for comedy, whatever you guys want to talk about, and you happen to be in the Phoenix area, you listen to the podcast, you're a fan, come on, I'm more than happy to have you.